Hi guys, hello and welcome to another episode of Heart to Art with Institute, a lifestyle podcast where I just share inspiring stories on my journey to awesome living. And this episode is part of the conversation series targeted at young adults where I invite young adults to discuss issues, lifestyle issues young adults face from um, adulting to finance to health and several other things. So I'm happy to have you on the podcast channel today. I hope you have a great time listening to our facilitator um, today, right? I'm just going to let her introduce herself. She's a finance enthusiast. So we're talking about money, 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 guys. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting episode this time around. Make sure you listen to the end. So we'll get right into it as she introduces herself. Hi everyone, my name is Dokas Akiade. Um, I'm a financial literacy enthusiast. I, I like to educate people on making the most or the best finance choices. Mm. And I do hear my blog, Money Bagel, on Instagram, Facebook, another platform. I'm from like, okay, sorry, I'm from Ohio State. Okay, so this reminds me. I'm from from Oyo State. Yeah. Currently, I'm from. Interesting. There's a from from, and then there's a from. Oh, there is a from. Uh, exactly. Wow. I would say you should explain the from from because <laughs> what's from from and what's from, so that our listeners can understand. Should I go into that now? <laughs> okay. Uh, briefly, if it's very short. Okay, so there's this guy on YouTube, I think City. So he was trying to tell us about the, uh, trying to tell his audience rather, because I wasn't, I just watched everything. So he was trying to tell his audience that in Canada, there's like a multi- diversity multi-ethnic like relationship uh, okay. and it was like a lot of people like congregate in Canada and then when you meet somebody and you're like okay hi what's your name and like where are you from and the person will be like oh from from or you mean from uh, like, my parents <laughs> yeah but hi I'm from Canada oh, so there's yes, from uh, uh, so you're from from or your state or you're from Lagos. Is that correct? Very correct. Awesome. So Docas here today. She is the founder of Money Beagle, a financial literacy platform. She's a finance um, literacy enthusiast, as she said. And you know, I'm mean, excited because I feel like one of the issues we actually have to deal with um, as young adults is the issue of finance, managing our money, you know, in the best way, and you know, just so that we don't run into debt and dealing with all the issues um, we face with our finance. So I'm just going to get into this conversation. So today, I have some questions for Docas. If you have some, she'll be asking me too, and then we'll just sort of just run through the conversation. So welcome everyone again, um, and I hope you have a great time. So Dockers, I want to ask first that, um, when did you start getting intentional about your finance? Was there a particular point where you just 
is or was it that you've always learned to be intentional was it a particular point when did you start getting intentional about your finance well about that you know what they say about um how processes that we've been informed our mindsets and all that like the things we see around us okay so i actually do not know what like really made finance stick on my mind but i remember that growing up i'm that child that has um this piggy bank already like the original piggy bank and i will keep like every money inside it Mm -hmm. uh one of the earliest stories my mom gave me was when my grandma she became like she had like an award in her church something like that okay she became and then we had to go and celebrate with her my mom said as my grandma was dancing and people were spraying her money i went to meet her and i'm like keep your money put it in your purse wow and i'm like there's actually a picture of where i was trying to help her to <laughs> giving her advisor keep your wow. money in your purse and i was about maybe seven years old wow so so my mom always like refer to that picture she was like oh see you say telling your grandma it's, it's been in the blood <laughs> Wow, that's interesting. So would you would you say that ever since then you've just learned you've naturally been a saver in terms of money? So, yeah, actually. Because even growing up all through secondary school as well, mm. I'm that person I would I would starve so that I can still Really? I, I don't mind I don't mind like starving because I <laughs> wow. I always like I always like to have money in my hand. Wow. I feel com- very comfortable. That's that's like that's quite this. interesting, right? Because growing up, right, I knew we've always advised save, but for me it was so so if I saved, even if I tried to save, I was going to spend on something soon. Like I wasn't really, really practicing the savings culture. So it's interesting to hear from your perspective and that you've just learned to be a saver i'm wondering and i would also put it to you that so what do you think about the africans uh, young adults growing up do you think it's a natural thing for many to save seeing that even me and you now we have like two diverse backgrounds in terms of saving would you say it's a general thing if for young adults that you've seen or heard in africa especially in nigeria africa to save Okay, sorry. Before I go into that question, there's this story I want to say okay. to reemphasize. I just remembered now. So in secondary school again, I used to go with some group of boys. They live in my area. Most times, I'm like the only girl amongst them. Okay. But usually on Fridays, sometimes they they can just decide that they are not going home yet. They want to play football. Okay. So uh, most times I'll just have to leave there and then I'll go. So one of those Fridays, when when they decide to play ball. Is a senior bullied them and like kind of asked them to bring all their money in school. Wow. The next week, when one of those guys saw me, he was like, Thank God you didn't with that Friday. They could have carried collected all your savings. You that used to bring all your savings to school. Oh. You usually carried it to school. <laughs> yeah, because well, it's my pocket money, so by default okay. I keep them in my bag. Wow. Wow, so they even knew that you usually keep your money. Wow. Yeah, so like it was, I had that culture, <laughs> like people even know 
Like my friends know that. So that's so interesting, though. Yeah. Because me, I just remember isn't you wanting to buy sweets and I <laughs> none of those things. I don't remember. I mean, I remember them saying, "Oh, keep your money." So, but then also, I think another thing I remember is when Nina have like maybe a tangible that you were given or something. We'll just give it to our mom, and then you know how it goes with African moms and your siblings. <laughs> you know, I should I shouldn't be casting my parents on this show, but like between you and me, all those my savings, like it was so like it was a culture that sometimes my dad we said my mommy to come and convince me to give them my money. So daddy. I remember you're you all my money. You also gotta open them all your stupid because that's what they will tell you. Do you know the money for there? I think we're getting if we get into that conversation, we'll get into a conversation around African parents and them. <laughs> Same I mean people probably talk about that, but first let's even talk about the young Africans and um our savings culture. Do you think we have a savings culture? Ah, well, you know, in Africa. Mm. I think it's survival. Like, if you look at it like on a long-term perspective, yeah. right? You know, you have yourself to fend for yourself. Actually. Mm-hmm. If you like, like maybe the Western world, mm-hmm. where they have credit facilities and all the yeah. likes, I think we're doing much better with our finances. Oh, really? In my opinion, yeah, because you you have yourself. If you squander all your money. Sometimes we overindulge, we spend, we could do more. Oh, so you you feel like we have a better saving saving culture this side of the world? When I compare, maybe like our life. Wow, wow, that's that's interesting to hear. Though I was going to assume that well, we probably we probably have like a mind where we stay, we should stay, but we don't really practice. But it's interesting to hear from your perspective. So, listeners, if you can record a message to tell us what you think. Or just drop a message on social media at um, the studio. Let us know what your thoughts are around saving cultures for Africans. So yeah, thanks for that answer. So you would say that um, young um, Africans have, um, but what would you think is? What would you say is probably a finance, a major finance issue, or some issues that you think we face the most um, as um, young adults? So as young adults, what I think we okay again another reason why we start recently we discovered that there's like a shift in mindset. People are like Hello Dorcas. Hello, can you hear me? take ownership of their financial life. Okay, I but can hear you now. <clears throat> oh, okay. So I was saying that um, one of the reasons why we started Money People was because we discovered that people are more intentional mm. about their finance life, but intentional, like they still okay. like fall victim of from unprofitable mm. ventures, like they lose mm. their money, but they don't get enough goods on mm. whatever they say. So yeah, I think one of the things 
facing us as young yeah. adults, most especially. Even when you're ready, that okay, I'm ready to do this. We don't have the right um, knowledge, or we're okay. not equipped enough with adequate resources or enough information mm. of the best option or how mm. best to go about it. Mm. Interesting. Thanks for that. I think I think I would agree. So we have like good intentions. For instance, me, I always had good intentions. I want to save. I want to do this, but until the point where I really got financial um, literacy, and I think it's which is what you're talking about, which is why you've started them um, the money big old. Once one one needs to have financial literacy in in order to be able to actually start practicing and you know the right saving culture or investment culture all right thanks for that so so far do you have any questions for me oh no we've not no we (laughs) we still have we still have questions but i just want to know if you have any questions for me before we move on to other questions oh Oh, awesome awesome I'm still awesome. Cool. So speaking about um financial literacy, right? Um, from what you've said and from what I've also seen, I feel like financial at the point when one begins to get intentional about financial literacy, that's when one can actually become financially empowered. So, um, in simple words, first, like before we begin to say speak English, I'm like, okay, financial literacy, financial literacy. What what is that thing? It's financial literacy. And how can a young adult who wants to grow their wealth, how can they get financially financially literate and empowered? Okay. Financial literacy is, is okay. quite simple. It's derived from an English word. Financial and okay. literacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's basically being educated on your financial life that's okay. what it means. so education is broad in a lot of things but like being okay. informed about the rights financial about financial okay. management basically so that is, so after young adults be informed about their yeah. financial life follow okay. money can you just spell it so that people can get the right spelling of m- m- money big Okay, money bigger is spelled M. M for monkey, O. O for orange, okay. N. M for Nigeria, E. Okay. Y. B. Alright. U. G. Okay. L. Awesome. So money bigger is spelled um, M O N E Y B U G L E. So follow money bigger on social media. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to learn um, financial literate, to learn about ways you can get um, financial literate. Yeah, thank you for for that. So, getting into savings, right? So, I am a young adult living in Lagos. I work a job, but, so I'm giving you a scenario, right? I work a job, I earn a salary, but in between transportation, feeding, and I live with a family slash a friend. So I have to actually cover for some of my um, um, needs, right? So in between feeding and transportation and every other thing, including the fact that I have to send money to my siblings, 
by the end of the month, I'm usually wondering how all my salary went. What are ways in which I can actually improve my saving culture? Let's have a savings because I don't even think I can be an investor at this time or have an investment. So I'm just here. I, I, I have a career, but at the end of the month, I'm usually wondering how all my money went, right? How, what are ways that I can actually start creating a savings culture that is sustainable and efficient? Number one, it starts with your mindset. So you have to like be intentional. Okay, yeah, I need to save. And usually, that kind of thing, you can only be intentional when you're driven by something. So definitely, let's say you're getting Mm. married and you need to save for it. Like, okay, I'm getting married. I need to save. Like, you should first, especially people that. I find it very hard okay. to save. I think the the easiest is to create like a goal, a goal for okay. yourself, a saving goal. Okay, this is why I'm saving. This is mm. why it's important to save. After you've done that, then the next two are the most effective budgeting. Two again is budgeting. Mm. So budgeting is just you creating like a list of all your expenses okay. and your income. So while creating that list, you you it helps you to eliminate mm. the ones that are not essential and prioritize the ones that are important. If there are some other things that you can delay, then you can also do that as well when you're preparing your budget. So now, but a budget is not effective until mm. you stick to it and you plan it in a way that your expenses doesn't mm. overshadow or become mm. greater than your income. So it is in the course of preparing that budget that you slot in the the, um, um, the amount, the percentage oh. for your savings, okay. and then you stick to it. So the most effective tool. Is wow! To wow! Thank yeah. you for that. I've heard a lot from what you've said. So you said that first and foremost, if I want to start and you know cultivating a savings culture. I need to first have the right mindset. I need to have a goal, whether it's because I want to get married, whether it's because I want to build and accrue wealth, whether it's any reason I have, I need to have a reason, then I need to learn to budget. So budgeting then from what you've said will be, I need to list everything I spend on, right? Okay. Another thing you said is we should also ensure that our expenses are not more than our income. But in this legal sometimes eh? <laughs> it's almost as if our expense is always more than our income. But I guess you have to just learn to prioritize to ensure that um we um yeah. So is there any tool or platform that can help one, you know, to cultivate a better savings savings culture? Okay, in terms yes. of you wanting to save. So let's say that I've learned to budget my money. Okay. And yeah, I know okay. that I can now save this extra ten thousand euro and spend it. Should I just leave it in my normal account? Um but the problem with that is I usually tend to go and right. So is there a platform or some platforms or tools that I can use, right, to help me stick to my savings? Definitely, there are so mm. many tools you can use. Um, but the most important thing okay. is not even about using those tools. It's about putting your money in places that you're okay. sure that they're safe. Okay. Actually, sometimes 
as part as saving in the traditional banking yeah. because you don't get interest sometimes as bad as that is sometimes it's safer wow. than putting it in some places so number one thing is it's not it's not about oh okay i'm so eager i won't start saving money and then mm. you're just putting it everywhere okay it's not about that the most important thing is okay. you have to do your personal research or you conduct it uh, you okay. contact a financial advisor on where are the best places to put it yeah they have a mm. couple of fintech companies okay. that are already doing great things and especially in terms of savings okay. they help you to automate your savings yeah <laughs> they didn't pay me so advertise for them but yeah okay. there are a couple of places you can put it uh but you have to like conduct diligence. your due okay. diligence and investigation yes before you just start putting your money because of course there are a couple mm. of places that people have put their money and they can't get it back and yeah they were just driven by good intentions that oh yeah mm. i want to see i want to do this so about just putting your money first it's about you conducting the research and be sure that, okay, to put my money. so so yeah. you're saying that there are places where i can actually automate my savings but i have to do my research so if i'm doing my research though i just need you to help me what are the things i should look out for right to know that this would be a viable place for my savings okay yeah there are, there are a couple of things number one thing is most finance houses usually have like okay. an insurance backup so you can watch out okay. it's an insurance backup another thing i advise is um, you can check out the founders like I, I read a story sometime about one of okay hello docas um okay okay i can hear you now guy got best of Hello, Dukas. It's investors money. Are you? So, an MSC abroad. Okay, I can hear you, but it was breaking at this point. So, if you don't mind, you just help you. You're telling a story. So, if you don't mind taking that okay. story again. Okay, so, yeah. There were some um, okay. invest um, founders of a company <laughs> sometime after collecting investors' money. But they decided to split themselves oh, interesting. So, uh, like, so make sure you check you, the, the, you the founders, check, right? Check who the people are. Mm-hmm. Um, most times, I usually go for people that are more known in the I industry. See. And or like maybe faces I'm familiar with. There's a particular platform I use uh, that it's one of my old 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 senior in school that mm. started it. I'm I'm comfortable because I've had him speak up, I've met him and I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy is good. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank Another you. thing you can is you can check out what's the venture, what mm. they use your money for. So imagine you you are sitting money in your platform. Mm-hmm. Do they invest the money? Do they have other businesses where they pump the money into? Imagine if you 
if you are saving on a platform okay. and you also have like a lending business you know that okay the they are giving my saving to okay. borrowers mm. of course borrowers when they pay back they can they can refund my money to your shopper but imagine you don't know if it's an okay. agriculture like agri tech okay. venture now you know okay if i send my money if i invest yeah. money here yeah, i put my money they're going to use it for farming and the likes of course when they get to you they get to you mm. they they pay me back mm. but like somebody just I come see. out of nowhere like save wow like, that's that's quite that's quite um, so, yeah. um detailed thank you thank you for that so you've spoken that we should actually do our research so before you push your money in, <laughs> I hope you heard it. Make sure you have your research done so that we won't be telling stories that touch the earth. Okay, thank you so much, Docas. I think the next I would like to ask is um, black tax. So we black. <laughs> One of the things you have to deal with is um, black tax, right? Black tax meaning, um, you know, funds that we have to give to like family or nieces or things that like your aunt or your uncle or your dad or your parent if you're responsible for them if you're black you may relate right you may have to when you earn your salary or you get you make income from your business um funds your own sister may ask you i need money for this or an aunt or your parents how do you how do we how should we better manage black tax Mm-hmm. Okay, so at Money Bigle, we made a post okay. related to that very recently. You can also check out managing black tax. So, yeah, a couple of ways okay. you can deal with it. And one of them is learn to prioritize. Like, <laughs> mm. there will always be quit. That's like our our Calvary as, as Africans. People, um, people say that once your parents have educated you, mm-hmm. trained you up to a certain level. Sometimes even irresponsible parents just feel entitled anyways. So you're like, okay, <laughs> if they don't deserve to a certain level, then you hold it to your community. You it's not even just your family. You hold it to your community financially. <laughs> yeah. To be a financial uh sponsor or mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah. It weighs mm-hmm. prioritize. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. Of all the requests I'm getting. But saying no can be difficult. Sometimes they're just like like this person is just you know actually those ones are not like your direct family. They're the ones that feel really entitled and are like, but you're working, so why 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 can't you? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, those kind of people, if you don't Mm -hmm. have a job, they just have to take it like that. If it's so easy to get, like, why are they asking you? Mm. So, yeah, learn to say no. There are a couple of ways you can ah, use ah. to avoid such <laughs> But you will need to come to my master class for me to tell you this way. So, yeah. But another thing again is mm-hmm. most yeah. times never disclose your, your salary, especially to those kind of people that feel so entitled. Because, mm. In their head, they are calculating how much you earn. They are calculating, okay, if you use this, you do this, then you still have mm. this amount. And then they'll be the one to tell you, but you will earn okay, this yeah. Listening. Why can't you help me? Yeah, exactly. Another thing again is 
so mm-hmm. yeah another thing again is um um for oh, for black tax again sorry i lost my thoughts it's, it's something okay. was coming to my mind uh somebody put out a post on social media mm-hmm. in my mind i think that the person has been like frustrated by by, by demand so she just came out and she was like mm-hmm. don't always assume even like the most comfortable people have cash on them right. especially since the pandemic started person was like right not everybody has cash because you think i'm comfortable mm. doesn't mean i have money at the moment sometimes all my money is tied <laughs> in cash in assets yeah. and i don't even have cash i'm also trying to barely survive like you are trying mm. to survive so yeah that comes to mind so especially for people that feel excited like, yeah because maybe you just have to come and give them some words and then they have to pack them everything okay. all right so like thank if you have if you want so, more story on, on the plan thank you so much um so i think speaking about the pandemic what's 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 money lessons right can we can we take away from that right because pandemic actually showed us that sometimes cash is key so what lessons can we take away that we can also learn to like apply um do you want to share any interesting so guys you need to follow money bigger to catch up on all your financial (laughs) education So okay. one thing which we do at Money Big Girl is we try to we we try mm. to relate with our audience. We know like things are going through at specific times, so we try mm. to bring you up to date on financial mm. literacy or okay. financial education. We give you financial education on things you can do at okay. specific moments that will meet your specific needs. So yes, that's what we do at Money Big okay. So yeah, of course, like I said, we have a push on that, but I'm just going to touch a few aspects. Mm. One of the most important thing we emphasize is the place of emergency fund. Like mm. we always preach emergency fund on money big as well. We also have a post that you can check it out. We even have like a podcast on that. There's a link in our Instagram page where you can listen to our detailed um explanation of emergency fund and article about it so yeah there's a place of emergency usually you should have like three to six months of what your basic needs or like your basic expense enough money that can cover your basic expense like like your feeding most especially and if you agree, like pandemic has been going for like about three months before things okay. are beginning to open up. So yeah, you have like an emergency fund of like three months. You are like kind of safe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, another thing is, as much as you mm-hmm. you like to invest, this pandemic has also shown us that cash is important. Imagine, mm-hmm. like there's no business anywhere. People mm-hmm. are hardly investing in anything. Everybody just trying yeah. to survive. So if you have like enough cash, mm. which can be like your emergency fund, like money that is very easy, you can mm-hmm. easily access. So yeah, there's that. There are also um, lessons for business, mm. especially mm. at this pandemic period. There's a place of insurance. This pandemic has shown us that beyond the regular 
regular things we put into consideration when we are building okay. our business models. There's another thing that we always fail mm. to think about and which is very important and can even affect the future of our business. So imagine this pandemic came up. Actually, it was it was really mm. surprising to know that there are businesses that out, actually right? have insurance for pandemic. And at this period, they were just like cashing out. So mm. there are different lessons. I would advise you to check money people work. Um, so insurance is also something we should start looking at, apart from even savings, right? As young adults, right? But but insurance is is is, is this for the long term or how, how does insurance work? Is it for long term, short term? Exactly. So for insurance, like there's uncertainty about it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So most times there are different types. There are some that you can renew annually. Okay. So you can renew them annually. So and then you just you pay premium. Most people don't mm. like insurance because they think that they lose all their money. If the if what they anticipate wow. happens, that, that doesn't it sound interesting. But imagine they lose all the money. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Although um, some insurance company are trying to like build a way around that. I remember there's a particular insurance I did. I did at okay. some point. They they told me to do like okay. a life insurance. Um, uh, they they like okay. like a life insurance premium, but at the same time, it's an insurance but also a savings. Mm-hmm. So okay, they're like okay. So if nothing happens to you, you get your money back okay. at a very very okay. tiny percentage. So, so that okay. that's the way yeah. they, they motivated me to to do the insurance at the time. So yeah, but mm. basically, but basically, insurance doesn't really care <laughs> if you lose the money or more. That's that's because in the end, what they do is mm. they pull. It's a pool of all all the uncertain people's funds mm. that they used to. That's like, interesting. That's interesting. Wow. Well, thanks for thanks for sharing so far. Any questions yet? Hello, Dakas. Hello, Dakas. Okay, I can hear you now. Please, can you take it again? I didn't get it before. Yes, I can hear you now. Uh, hear me? Okay. Yeah, so I was saying you. that you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Yeah. Okay. Hello? Okay. All right. Thank you. So, so to yeah, just wrap you. up, I will just say, <clears throat> um, I have one more questions, but do you have anything you want to say generally about finance before I ask like my last question? Or oh, money matters for young finance. adults, you know, so, just where like- tips or anything you just want to share. Okay, maybe I can just use this for commercial. <laughs> I said maybe uh, I can just use this slot for commercial. So yeah, by that, yeah, 
entrepreneurs basically it's a it's an important part of our life as well and i know a lot of people okay. are trying to be intentional about it but just like every aspect of your of your of your life like to really gain like control on it you have to get educated okay. you have to just stay on top of your game be aware of things going on around you be aware of news and all that and a good way to get that is by subscribing to our channel at money bagel follow us on instagram money bagel and facebook and twitter yeah all right thank you thank you I think my I last question would be on debt managing debt so some people you know in order to just try to um, ensure they get their finance together they go into debt so you what would you say about that that's a good thing should we look to taking loans to fund some of our things for instance if i want to get married should i go and take a loan if i want to buy a car like should we what 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 is the way we should look at debt how should we manage debt Okay. Yeah, that's I really do not encourage that. When you mm. when you have to borrow, it means you don't have savings, right? So then the entire mm. entire objective is defeated. Because but there are times that you, you might have okay. to borrow. Really, like speaking realistically. But what I advise is is your returns returns Okay, so if I'm borrowing, okay, okay, just to understand, are, are you going yeah. to get? Okay, are you going to get a greater benefit than your cost? Mm. If your benefit is greater than your cost, okay, okay. yeah, that's okay. so that's a cost. So if yeah. I'm looking to borrow money, I should ensure that the benefit of borrowing that money is more than the cost of in- the incurring cost for that loan. Or dead. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And one more thing before people mm-hmm. start saying Docas has validated validated mm-hmm. borrowing, I don't validate borrowing, right? But I don't even like mm-hmm. it. I think it gives you a lot of pressure. It, it can. We, we talked about something about how mm-hmm. your finance life can impact your health on money people. You can also check that out. I think mm. it, it, it gives you under, puts you under a lot of pressure, and then you begin to have like issues. So, like, what's the purpose in the long run? So, I really, I don't validate borrowing. I do not, especially when it's for non-essential thing or things you can do without. So, like things like maybe buying a car, you can delay it. You can save up to buy it. Like if you have to borrow to buy a car, it means you can't afford it. Because how will you maintain the money? We used to hmm. maintain That's the car. We used to continue borrowing to maintain it. So yeah. In this so yeah. So I'm not validating borrowing, but I do not like it. But if you have to borrow just to bring another perspective though i think some people would borrow i think it also comes down to what you said the benefits being more than the costing period in terms of if i I want to run the business and i feel that i could borrow some money and because i'm sure that the returns i'll get on that business is more than the amount incurred on that loan that would then be a reason to 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 take such right
yeah 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 when the benefits are right. um, thank you so much Doctor. it's been an um, interesting conversation thanks for sharing with us on finance managing our money as young adults especially in africa um for those listening outside of africa um you can just record your message and tell us how it's been over there we hope that with what you've learned you're able to um practice better um, money management so ensure that you get financially educated financial literacy is very very key so key to actually um being financially free right so read books um follow um financial literacy platforms like money bigger and several others so that you can also check out just use google to check for opportunities to better yourselves so just live in your best life and thanks for listening thank you again dr it was awesome having you here platform all right Bye. Thank you too. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've learned something new. Conversation series continues. If you um, have anything you'd like us to touch on, just record a message and share with me or on social media at um, the Institute Place or at Institute underscore. The Institute Place or Institute underscore on Instagram or on Twitter. Let's learn together and share together. Just living your best life. Bye.